All right, let's get this let's get this thing started. Let's pop off. Uh <laughs> All right, we're going to try another game. I don't know. I thought last week's was pretty fun. Uh this oh, week's yeah. uh even we're really even digging into the the bottom of the barrel even more. Uh, I have another game that I made up. Uh so this one is called Name That Band. Last week we did Name That Riff. This week it's Name That Band. So Name I'm going to give band. I'm going to start off with one of you at a time uh and we'll we'll briefly acknowledge there are three people here you will learn who the the oh, f- there are four people here <laughs> you will soon learn who the fourth person is but uh he will be referred to only as jesse in the meantime uh but what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna say let, let's say jared you get the first one i'm gonna give you a clue about what band this is you then get a guess and after you get a guess, other people can steal. And then if no one gets it, I go on to the next question. And we'll rotate who gets first guess. Sound good? Roger, Roger. Roger, Roger. Roger Rabbit. Okay, so this week's topic of Name That Band is going to be new metal bands. Uh, you, weren't, so first, you weren't kidding about that? <laughs> no, I was not kidding about no. that. I did text everyone <laughs> yep. like I'm gonna make you I'm gonna make a quiz based on new metal bands, and they're like, ha, 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 that's a funny joke, Jake. No, it's all new metal bands. Uh what about old, but they're old all very, metal bands? Uh no, no old metal bands. Uh okay. metal did not exist before the turntable was innovated in 1995. <laughs> 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 but these are all gonna be pretty these are all gonna be like very very famous bands we'll see we all know how uh metal bands went when i was facing jared a few <laughs> weeks ago and jared absolutely kicked my butt so no but That's this true. is new metal it's way more your style this is going to be interesting all right let's start with jack why not so right, i'm going to give go, you a clue folks. i'm going to give you a clue and then you're gonna you're gonna be able to take a guess and then everyone else right. if you want to try and steal go for it okay how are we doing steals? Is it whoever says their name after I guess wrong? Yeah, sure. I don't care. Okay, cool. Let's do it. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Okay. This band was founded in 1992 in San Diego, California. Is that the only hint? Yeah, that, well, that's the first hint. They'll get easier oh. as it goes. Oh, this, okay. Um, I mean, they're not <laughs> new metal, but the only band that I know that I can think of off the top of my head is Switchfoot. <clears throat> Incorrect. Yep. Any, any steal attempts out there? Anyone? So if we, if, if we use our steal now, are we just done? Yeah, yeah. Each, each person gets one steal for each round. So, so if you try a steal now and you fail, you can't try a steal later. So it might just end with no points. So I'm making if, up these rules as we go, but that's the new rule. If no, if no one steals, do I get the second question? Yeah. Like the yeah, second so on, clue? Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Second clue. Formed as a Christian band, they boomed into the mainstream in 1999 with several hits on TRL. Um, I believe that the artist is P.O.D. All right. Uh, I was gonna steal. We, I knew that one. See, they, the the questions get a lot easier. <laughs> the first question <laughs> is uh, that was, but see, I think Jack, you got a chance here. 
All right. Maybe. On to, on to the newcomer, Jesse. All right. Sock it to me. Jesse, this band's self-titled album released in 1998, putting them on the map to immediately tour with Metallica and joining Ozfest. Oh, man. I'm going to need another question. All right. Any steals? Steal. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Hollywood Undead. What? No. Get out of here. <laughs> that's not even a real new metal band that's like a that's the second wave new metal band you know first wave is really your classics but the second wave they were on Ozfest. okay a lot of people have toured with Ozfest. yeah i i'm aware it's like warped tour for new metal (laughs) (laughs) okay question number two known for their politically charged lyrics they had a hit single pulled from the radio following 9-11 for mentioning suicide uh rage against the machine Incorrect. Oh, I thought for sure that was it. Ooh. Damn. All right. Any steals? Any other steals? Well, I guess Jared, you're the one who can steal at this point. <laughs> well, let's just keep going with the clues. <laughs> All right. All right. Make it, sure? make it easy. Tee it up for me. All right. The third, the third uh, hint is all members are of Armenian descent. Mm, uh, I feel like that makes it harder. System of the down. No. <laughs> that was a clean seal. Jesse okay. was like, "Oh, I have no idea." And J- Jared Wait, was like, "Oh, of course it was System I, of a Down." I thought I had to like uh I thought I had like 30 seconds or something. <laughs> I don't know. You seemed pretty unaware that Armenian would be a helpful clue. So my guess is you were not going to get there personally. You can argue against that. So wait, but, uh, J- Jesse was, because he guessed wrong, he was just, was he in? Is he in? Is he out? I was, I guessed wrong on the first guess yeah. of my question. I got the second guess as well. So after the second clue. Basically, after each round, you can steal if you want, but if you steal, you can't steal on the next question. I need to, I need to find how I can bend the rules to my advantage. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's all. That's what the name of the game really is. I feel like I'm getting bent to everyone else's advantage. Yeah. So I mean, the real thing is you can take a you could take a guess every round if it's your, you know, band, but the mm-hmm. other people can only steal like one. Time. So 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 I screwed Jesse over. Yeah, but I don't think he had it. See, yeah. that's how I bent the rules to my favor. <laughs> <laughs> you you were just impatient. Yeah. All right, Jared, here's here's yours. Previously known as Zero with an X, like X-E-R-O, these California rap rockers formed their group in 1996. Yeah, let's let's keep going. Let's keep going. It's too narrow. Well, any steals? Okay. This band was named after a local public oh, space yes. in Santa Monica. Nope, it's too late. You got to let Jared guess first. Wait. Son of a, a local God, what in is. Santa Monica? Dang it. This band is named after a local public space in Santa Monica. Santa Monica. Santa Monica. <laughs> yeah, Santa let's see Monica. if I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna I'm gonna s- steal. See if okay. Jack. Jack what's I steal? believe it is um under oath. No. <laughs> what <laughs> public space is called under oath? I thought that their logo was like a circle with a line through it. Was it not? Yeah, but what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> you said that zero with a line through. Oh, I see where you're... Okay, that was a stretch, but I respect it. I respect it. 
Okay, Jared, here's your last clue. <laughs> Wait, hold up, hold end. up, hold up, hold up. First, yeah, like, hey, babe, let's go make out underneath the under oath. Like, <laughs> all that I, I didn't even hear the second clue. All I was thinking was zero with the line through it because that was definitely under oath slogan. No, it was zero, but X, like X E R O was the band name. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay. Last question. In the end, their iconic lead singer died tragically in 2017. Ooh. Oh. He's not going to know this. No, and steel you blew your... Temp- it's, is it Steel Temple Pilots? It's around the same time. Stone that's Temple? Not even, that's not, not even the name of that band. Nope, Jesse. St- did I say... The steel? Steel, you said steel. Uh, for the public space named Audio Slave. Yeah. No, that's incorrect. not who it is. That's Lincoln Park. <laughs> that's son of right. a uh, Jack okay. does not get a point though, man, because he blew his <laughs> he blew his chance. <laughs> <laughs> but it is back to Jack. Bring it, baby. All right. Although not technically new metal, this Midwestern metal band was highly successful in the early 2000s and associated strongly with the new metal movement. Um, the Urge. No. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna use an early steel. I'm gonna say okay. Slipknot. Good call. Nice. That was it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Nice. My my next clue was literally formed in Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would have gotten it there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But good good steal. I said Midwestern to be like maybe somebody will steal it. Okay. What's the score? I'm not even paying attention. I think it's two nothing, Jared. I have one. No, you messed up. (laughs) Wait, oh no, you got the first one. You got the first one. That's fair. Sorry, you did not mess up. It's one to two, Jared, Jack, then Jesse. What's up, Jesse? Did you just raise your hand? Yeah, I said I have one as well. You do not have a point. (laughs) (laughs) You thought you could slip one past the games master. Uh, No, sir. uh, Not today. Okay, Jesse. Yes, sir. Your turn. An early member to the scene, this band formed in Omaha, Nebraska in 1988. Uh, I saw a band last night called Cursive out of Omaha, Nebraska, but I would not consider them a, a metal band. Um, and were they formed in 1988? Uh, also not formed in 1988, to my knowledge. Yeah, so I would, I would not <laughs> guess that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah I, I'm going <laughs> to... Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead and steal this, Jack. Good luck. Go ahead, Jack. Good luck. Uh, I believe it's a band called 311. It is a band called 311. No. What? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to hustle us. He was like, I'm not going to I can't be believe he knew that. I did I had no, no all, idea all they were I from Omaha. Is they were That's I had no idea what year they were formed. I kind of figured they were formed in the 80s. I oh, I really thought they were formed in the 90s, so I thought it was a wild guess, but I was like, I know they're from Omaha. Man, that's that was a good guess. I had no idea they were from Omaha. Like when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, that's a fun fact. I might as well put that in there." Dang, I think uh, they're from like California. Yeah. Right? Well, it, that's like, the thing is they they sound like a like a new metal sublime, and like you know, I would always imagine that the combination of new metal and uh like white boy ska would come from or not ska white boy uh reggae would come from omaha nebraska <laughs> well i mean they co-headline tours of sublime featuring rome all the time wow so, i don't know if they ever there you go toured with the original sublime but 
Maybe maybe they said amber is the color of your energy because of all the cornfields. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. I think you're on this open. Yeah, that was genuine. Rain makes corn, corn makes whiskey. So, Jared, I believe it's your turn. So, yeah, scores two Jack, two Jared, zero Jesse. <laughs> is this the final final question? I have two more, so oh, like, right. if no one gets it, we can do another one. But yeah, I would say next point. Or if point, Jesse gets it, we'll need Or if Jesse one. gets it, then hey, why not? Let's just keep going. I don't care. I got nowhere to be. <laughs> what do I got to do? Not sleep. Yeah, overrated. Okay. This band, Jared, is considered the founders of new metal on the national stage. Corn. That's correct. Okay, maybe that was too easy. Was that too easy? <laughs> Yeah, that was probably that too was No, that was a hard yeah. question. I'm just smart. <laughs> Don't do me Jared's dirty like that. <laughs> Jared's very smart, but I'm going to give Jack the chance to uh, come back. All right. Because why not? Again, we got another one. I was going to guess corn for the <laughs> Nebraska one. I guess because I just assume <laughs> they're from a place that grows a lot of corn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's not a half bad guess. I know, honestly, but it, it, why not? All right, Jack. Take crazy chance. Okay. Okay. So I would say if you get this, like, we'll just call it like even, or you know, we'll make something up. I don't care. Uh, if Jesse gets it, he at least uh gets on the board. <laughs> <laughs> this band was formed in Jacksonville, Florida, in 1994. I mean, there's a lot of uh, new metal bands formed in Florida. I have to assume. Uh, They're either from California the, or Florida. That's kind of the birthplace of this, so I do not know. I feel like Florida is the most new metal state. Yes. Oh. Florida and yes. Ohio. All Ooh. those Warp Tour band, new metal bands, they all live in Florida. Oh, absolutely. Okay, any but steals? I do not know the answer. Jesse, you want to take a swing at it? Uh, no, I'm, I'm going to get him on this next hint for sure, though. <laughs> okay, all right. You got this. I believe in you. All right, next hint. This band has a full-time turntable player. Turnstile. Mm, got a turnstile on the brain. This band has a full-time turntable player in the band named DJ Lethal. Oh, man. I'm trying to think of bands that have turnstile player. Or turntable. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I um, can name one band with a turnstile player. I'm going to go ahead and guess because it won't hurt me. No. Um, insane clown posse. Incorrect. Yeah, they're for, they're they're hold on. They are like notoriously from Detroit. <laughs> oh, I I have I have no, I have no idea where they're from at all. I just assume they're from outer space. Ooh, Believe it or point. not, I uh, <laughs> never had an uh, ICP phase in my life. So, yeah, uh, I'm not a juggalo. So, I yeah. I had plenty of new metal phases and zero included ICP. All right, last question. Wait, someone could steal, right? Uh, I think Jared was sitting back, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was actually going to steal with Insane Clown Posse as my guess. Oh, yeah, so. he was stealing with Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> but, so. Sorry. No, no, okay. well, I was... Matt, no, nope, it's too late. no, I'm still in. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, but the next question's coming up. Okay. Over-sensationalized as the cause of the Woodstock 99 fiasco. My gosh, it's not ICP. It's um, steel, limp biscuit. No, hold no, on, no. <laughs> I can't steal. No. I can't steal. That's how Jared stole me. That's how Jared stole me. No. How does that make you? No how does that make you, you feel? Had no clue. <laughs>
All right. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it to him. Hey, welcome to the show. We're Bad Wallpaper. We've got a plan to create an album in one year by writing some music every week. We'll take our favorites, expand them into full songs, and then record our album at the end of a year. You can follow along on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Please, if you're enjoying the show, subscribe and give us a review. And you can follow us on Twitter at bad underscore wallpaper and on Instagram at bad.wallpaper.band. Uh, so as I'm sure many of you noticed, uh, there's uh, another J has been added to the roster of Bad Wallpaper. We were, we were looking around and we were like, right, The we fourth J. We got Jake. We got Jack. We got Jared. We were looking for bassists and we were like, we don't know any bassists that start with a J, but we do know some guy. <laughs> so welcome aboard, Jesse. Hey, what's up? Uh, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm some guy. Uh, and, and as far some as, uh, you know, musical talent or background goes, that's just about it. Uh, and, you know, much as this band, or I guess our band, is trying to, you know, make an album by the end of the year, uh, I'm trying to learn bass by the end of then. So hopefully it's good enough to be recorded. Um, but otherwise, it's, you know, exciting to, you know, have three guys who've been doing this a lot longer than I've been. Maybe not better, but at least longer. I, uh, I heard that there's a uh, fifth J competing with your spot. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Yeah. We'll get to that later. Okay. Okay. Sorry. That's, a, Sorry. that's Sorry. the secret J. <laughs> But Jesse, I, I think we just basically bullied him into buying a bass. We were like, we will all text you more if you buy a bass. And he was like, yeah, that's a pretty good offer. That's good enough and, for uh, me. Here we are. Yeah. Now we all got a group chat. And uh, I, think, I think everyone's happy with that situation. In Jesse's defense, uh, I, he'd been telling me for years he wanted to learn an instrument. So, you know. Just had to pick one. Bass is the dumb man's instrument. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, don't say that. There's a lot of great bassists out there. <laughs> Jared's quite the good bassist, actually. Who, me? Yeah, I said Jared is quite the bassist, right? I see a bass behind you in the Zoom call. Slap of the bass, man. <laughs> that, that's your comment on your, your bass skills is slap of the bass, man? <laughs> All right, boys, I'll get it started this week. Usually I just force someone else to go first, but whatever. Uh, I have brought an evil upon the bad wallpaper group chat, and that evil is known as Wordle. Uh, you know, Wordle spelled backwards is Eldro. <laughs> okay. Is that yeah, is just that saying like it's a, evil? That's like I mean that's the sounds very culty. The demon who who rules the third circle of hell. Yeah. You've got to play it in slow motion backwards to really get the effect. But yeah. Every day the answer is Satan. <laughs> and it's just like slowly training you. Six guesses. <laughs> That's suspicious. Mm, yeah, why not five? Huh? Well, because why not seven? five five letters is the number of points in a pentagram. Oh. I think you're on to something. But I, I definitely got hooked on Wordle. Uh, I saw all the annoying posts where people were posting all their scores of Wordle. And I was like, all right, this does sound fun. So I got to get in on this. And then I was like, I got to tell all my friends about this so I can brag about my Wordles. 
And so I started texting people about my Wordles, and I, I see why this game caught on. It's so easy and fun, but also a shared experience. You know, we're all trying to solve the same puzzle, uh, and we're, like, competing, but we're not, because it's like, oh, well, uh, as long as, like, we all get it, we won't get made fun of, right? 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 Well, yeah, but then Jake, you went and... Uh, you know, made us all feel bad because you were like, I don't just use the same w- word to start every time. I do. I'm not, I'm not that lame. Yeah, I mean, it's more fun that way. I'm just saying it's more fun to mix it up, come up with a new starting word every day. But I think it, it's been getting intense. It's like, who can get the lowest wordle? I, I'm dreading the day that someone loses at a wordle in the group chat because it's like <laughs> they're just not going to post it for the day and they'll be like hey what's going on actually jared <laughs> did you post it today yeah yeah okay okay we're good we're good but, but I, jack I, hasn't I, posted in a while i will say i also <laughs> have not played today oh, so. no. we're, oh hold on. Right. we're pausing the podcast because if if you lose we're all going to make fun of you all right no we're not pausing the podcast we're this is going to go late enough as it is i feel like I want to. I want to see your screen as you do it. <laughs> and then we'll be like, I don't. Ooh, I don't know about that one. I don't know about <laughs> guessing thrice. I think that's six letters. That's a, that's a good band. <laughs> it is a good band. Uh, but yeah, I think the wordle's been fun in the group chat. Uh, I hope everyone else has been enjoying it as much as I have. But uh, that that's all that's going on in my life is a stupid little uh game uh on my phone that is friends with me. I feel like it's a really good, quick, and easy way to gain a sense of superiority over other people, <laughs> which, it, which is its own little, like, dopamine high. Uh, I, it's I almost like it. it's like capitalism in a word game. Whoa. Whoa, dude. Damn, man. Karl Marx never predicted Wordle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We don't need to pause this, but I'm playing it now. I'll oh, no, no. Oh, no. It's like Jared last week when he was listening to music while everyone else was talking. <laughs> Jack's just wordling off to the side. He's wordling himself. I, I need to prove myself and watch this be the one that I don't get. And then I'm like, oh, oh yeah, forget about that. You should lose. That'll be funnier on the podcast. That would be really good. Uh, I'm not going to lose. <laughs> All right. Someone else go. What else is going on? Started watching Only Murders in the Building. I have not heard of this show even. Well, do you like Martin Short? I do like Martin Short. Do you like Steve Martin? I do like Steve Martin. Do you like the girl that's in it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, God. Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. There we go. I remember. <laughs> All Subscribe right, great. to Hulu for five ninety nine. No. <laughs> I do um, have Hulu, I guess. I actually right? steal my mother in law's Hulu. I'm trying to get us so. trying to get us that ad money. Like we're affiliates with Hulu now. Yeah, we're sponsored by Hulu original series this week. <laughs> but uh I think uh Jack was saying that he's seen the whole show the whole show. Last weekend, uh, my wife and I, we had a bunch of snow in Nashville, so wasn't weren't really gonna drive around because Nashville just sucks in snow as we've talked about on the pod a couple times now but um yeah we watched it all in one day absolutely loved it I think Steve Martin and Martin Short I think any time that they are together in a show or a movie whether it be like Father of the Bride or you know whatever they're stinking hilarious I think I mean 
my wife didn't think it was nearly as funny as I did. I don't think because anytime <laughs> Martin Short said anything, I couldn't stop laughing. Um, but yeah, it's a fantastic show. Really plays around the whole phenomenon of the uh, like murder mystery podcast, murder crime, like all that kind of stuff. Mm. And yeah, it's a great show. Highly recommend. Sweet. Well, I'll check out uh only murders in the building sorry i'm rereading the the name of the show is a very long name um but yeah i am in my childhood home recording drove to st louis last night got here to come pick up my dog as we've talked about before i've been without her for almost three weeks now came to get her recording here driving back to nashville tomorrow and you know coming home is always a uh fun time to be alive you know, having a good time with the parents. Uh, living life. Nashville got a bunch of snow. Again, Man, Nashville's getting hammered. I feel hammered. like this is, I was going to say, I feel like this is the third episode in a row, or third <laughs> week in a row that we've talked about snow in Nashville. But, I mean, typically, Nashville get three inch like one good snowfall for the entire winter, and it usually comes mid to late February. But we have gone, we're, you know, almost three fourths of the way through january right now and nashville has had i think we're at 12 or 13 inches of snow so far Dang. um so yeah my wife has had she has a two-day work week this week because of all the snow so that is great for her congrats chelsea but um yeah you know just living the dream doing our thing I believe you even met up with Jesse here over in the loop. I did, yes. Jesse and I, earlier today, we went and we got some fantastic food from a place called Dirk. You're, you got it. Dirk. You want the other word? Yeah, I'm looking at Jesse. Soul. We can't see I'm looking at it. Dirk Soul, that's it. Got to hang out with Jesse, who I've not seen in quite some time. I don't really remember the last. I think the last time Jesse and I hung out was when Jake, you and Leah moved from St. Louis to the good old Boston the day before we all got together at second shift. I believe. Yeah. We all got some all, beers. Yeah. We all had some beers and had some good times. It was yeah, an emotional it was time. It was an emotional time. Well, <laughs> I will say less emotional for me, maybe because I haven't lived in St. Louis with you and, you know, eight years, yeah. nine years before that. But I gave everybody a big hug. I did get a big hug. <laughs> so speaking of the Caribbean, uh, and also surprisingly, alternative rock and new metal. Great. Um, so I was I in the car the other it. day, and in front of in front of me was this car that had the stereotypical like alt metal type, you know bumper stickers i guess like the kind like at least in my mind the like midwest alt metal fan yeah what's an example the like dude with spiky hair and a and like the the hacksaw or whatever it is you know you know what i'm talking about oh you're talking about the juggalo logo yeah well there you go exactly so the the juggalo Juggalo logo like this custom bumper sticker with like a heart with like chain you know barbs around it it's it's stuff like that. And then they also had a vanity plate holder, like license plate holder. And it said Pirates of the and then hyphenated it said Car I B N. Oh no. <laughs> you found the only juggalo in Seattle. 
<laughs> and I mean, that was the thing is like, I mean, they're nothing but if consistent, like yeah. all of that went very well together. It was a total package. Yeah. I got to say respect to juggalos. I do <laughs> love and respect juggalos. They're kind people. I, I went to Memphis uh, for a University of Tulsa versus University of Memphis basketball game. And uh, we spent some time instead of at like the Smithsonian Blues Museum downtown, we found like this Stax Records Museum, which is this old uh, record studio and record label that funneled all sorts of like Memphis soul and R&B talent through it. Uh, perhaps most famously oh. Otis Redding. Um, oh my god! Heck yeah. And uh, good stuff, like real good stuff. And uh, that included this guy named Rufus Thomas, who recorded Walking the Dog, which of course was like its own dance move at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And he also ended up headlining like a 1972 Coliseum, LA Coliseum festival that like filled the stadium uh, with people. And you just have like this like completely bald dude decked out in like the brightest colors imaginable. I think he was wearing a pink suit with shorts uh, and, yes. and walking the dog, uh, which was like a, you know, this dance and song that he basically invented. And it's like, man, I don't know if it gets any cooler than that, man. Yeah. That, like the history of Memphis as a music city is so fascinating. And just to hear about the guy in shorts walking the dog, uh, that makes me so happy. That is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't, I haven't got my wit turned back on yet. (laughs) You got baby spit up on your cardigan. How could you? It was very effective. He's too worried about that cardigan getting stained. Jared is confused. <laughs> he attacks himself in confusion. <laughs> stupid Jared. No, nah, but this is a stupid Zoom call. We've got like three best men's speech just on the Zoom call. All within people within the Zoom call. Yeah. Too many. If you ask me. That's, that's a lot. We're gonna of cut down on brotherly this. love. Yeah, too much brotherly love. What are we? Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Philadelphia. No, it's like, we're just we're, we're just we're just the only four people that any of us has ever met, and like that we've remembered. Um, I yeah, I actually have a huge memory problem, and I've I got four names in my or three names in my head. And they all have to start with J. And they all have to start with J. So that's what, <laughs> otherwise you're done. That's why I uh, know Jared, Jake, and Jack, uh, and and no one else. Literally, no one else. Um, <laughs> uh, so good to know you guys. That's great, Jesse. Thank you. Oh. We do have like a weird dichotomy of we got. Yeah. Yeah, three it is best weird. man speeches, and out of four people, three best man speeches. We have three weddings with those best man speeches. Yes. We have four groomsmen yeah. spread out yeah. throughout Correct. other weddings. It's like we are just like all coming full circle, all in this podcast right now. And all all of us are going to be in Jesse's wedding. 
That better be true. Jared's gonna. Jared's best man. Jared's best. Jared's man. gonna have to give the speech <laughs> <laughs> to complete the circle. <laughs> it's, it's like a rock paper scissors type situation. <laughs> It's like Eskimo bros, but for speeches. <laughs> oh, God. All right. All right. Who wants to talk about what they've been listening to? I think Jesse's been very excited about who he's been listening to. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see a band that is going to be touring with uh, Touche Amore, uh, Military Gun, and, and Vane. Um, so if you're familiar with any of those three, it's like a screamo or scrams band or whatever you want to call it out of, uh, Connecticut that, um, you know, already released an album in 2022, uh, which seems pretty quick to me. Um, but I think it kind of like, you know, it kind of exemplifies a lot of my favorite things in the genre, uh, which are these, uh, you know, just just really dynamic and sound going from something as violent as as screaming to something as soft as as like a violin on itself carrying carrying the melody, um, and and so I think it's just like a really exciting listen. So for that to go on for uh, forty minutes or so is, is quite the treat. Okay, so conspiracy time. <laughs> um, uh, he's alive. So let's go, early- Jared. Earlier today on YouTube, like they just ra- I was randomly on their front page recommended uh, Foxtails on Audio Tree Live, and give it a quick listen. Didn't think much of it, and now that I know that, like in my Google Drive, we had a doc that somebody just added Foxtails to. <laughs> like I feel like this was just really out of the blue. Like I feel. Like you see what I'm saying? You I, see what I I'm think thinking? they're I think they're brewing, you know. They're about to pop off, I think. Cuz you think about they just got an audio tree. They just po- released an album. It got reviewed by Anthony Fantano. I think he gave it an 8, which is pretty good in his book. You know, it's got that combo of like scrams and uh almost like post rock. I think their album itself turned out like really big for like the first thing i've ever heard of this band and it's it's like a a huge swing and i think it pays off as an album itself yeah i am not familiar with foxtails at all uh definitely gonna give them a listen i'm driving back to nashville tomorrow as we talked about earlier and i will (laughs) give them a listen on the five and a half hour drive home there you go i think there's something i don't know if there's like quite uh right time of year for it but when it's uh when everything's dead and cold outside uh i don't know it it just kind of feels more appropriate than maybe a bright summer day would well that sounds great because i've been freezing my ass off here today (laughs) because it is a good 20 degrees colder in st louis than it has been all year in nashville and i was woken up today not woken up but Walking outside, I was woken up to the bittersweet cold of what I experienced my entire adulthood until I turned 18 and went to college. So I'll give it a listen. Sounds great. Yeah, it definitely embodies that like cold vibe. Definitely feels kind of alien 
So this week, I have two different bands that I've really been listening to, very drastically different from each other. And drastically just different from Foxtails, let's be very clear. And, yes, and both very, well, <laughs> from what I've heard you all say, yes, very different. But the first artist I've been listening to a bunch this week is George Strait. Um, you all know that I'm the resident Nashville dude, you know. Resident country really, boy. Really fake country songs. Um. And, you know, I love me some country music. George Strait is about one of the artists that makes it as good as you can get country music. And I don't know why, but this week I've just been listening to him a whole stinking bunch. The other artist that I've been listening to is Breaking Benjamin, which I can't say that I currently am a fan of their music, but I started listening to them once I saw The Arch in st louis and i think it's because it just brought me back to early years of high school i definitely was into breaking benjamin and sick puppies and system of a down and you know all those disturbed oh, all those kind of bands and especially the albums like um phobia and um we are not alone uh those two albums specifically i had are on dvd because i had a truck that did not have an aux cord yet and I refused <laughs> to get the I well I didn't refuse I tried to get the little aux tuner where you could play Bluetooth from your phone or to the tuner for the radio. Oh yeah, those are never, trash. Yeah, never. It always cut out, and you have to change stations like every, halfway through every song. But uh, I had so both bad. those in CD, and I just was rock. That was just the time period, and I was just driving past the arch. It was like I don't know, ten o'clock at night last night, and I was like, you know what? I want to bring this back to high school and started blaring some Breaking Benjamin while I was driving around. And it carried over to today on my way to meet Jesse was blaring them again, going to meet him. And while I don't think that it's the best music I've ever heard, it just the nostalgia of listening to those bands again, just really hit the spot for me. Just those heavy guitar riffs, like the drums, especially as a drummer are just super fun to play on. Like, I mean, all those kind of metal songs, like not necessarily metal, but rock, metal, whatever you want to call it, songs are just so much fun to play along to. And yeah, so did better than last week. We're listening to no music. Yeah. Spanning my genres this week. <laughs> there you you, go. Here we go. Did you feel the urge, Jack, to get a bumper sticker for your car that said Pirates of the Car I Be In? I, I, <laughs> I, I didn't, but now that we've talked about it, I think I looked on Amazon about an hour ago and bought one should be at my house in Nashville tomorrow. So we there will we slap go. that sucker on immediately. <laughs> I, I think that's a good like identity to embrace. But uh, Breaking Benjamin, when you said that, I was like, man, I don't remember that band much past like being really into them in like seventh grade. And I I think based on your recommendation here, I should give them another listen. You know, I think new metal. You know, I, I picked new metal partially because I think it's going through a bit of a, a renaissance in terms of like people starting to respect it again because there's been enough yeah. distance. Yeah. I I think Breaking Benjamin is that like alt metal kind of like post new metal. You know, I bet that's due for a resurgence in like five years, and you're probably no, ahead of the mean, curve here. I remember you and I before high school so before i could drive when you would drive me around everywhere because you're just a wee bit older just than i touch. am oh uh, listening like going to stinking youth group and blaring <laughs> like <laughs> blaring i will not bow 
like oh yeah dude blasting it i mean that was like you know that's the song i guess that got me into listening to them in general but just blasting that song on the way to youth group and stuff and yeah man i bet you wanted the other youth groupers to think you were real hardcore (laughs) man i thought that i was rebelling against the entire Dude, we were fighting. We were fighting the system. Yes, amen. (laughs) If I ever wanted to feel hardcore, I'd just like blast some riffs from Breaking Benjamin or Chevelle, and just be like, "Oh, just let the Chevelle flow." I like. (laughs) I I mean, I'm embarrassed to admit like how much. No, don't be. uh, Don't be embarrassed. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. We enjoyed the. uh, Like I enjoyed those bands uh, because. Cause that was that was what was on like rock local art uh, alt rock yes. radio. And that was on one hundred five seven. The point. And it was like absolutely the best stuff that got played on that station. No, yeah. there is absolutely nothing. No one should ever be embarrassed about what they liked earlier in their years, what they like currently. Music is music, and it's a creative form. And I I hate it when people say I'm embarrassed because this band sucks. Like screw that. You like what you like, and it's created and it's popular for a reason, whether you want to say it's because of the label, whatever. People like it because they like it. You should never be embarrassed about what you like. Like, it's fine. Whether your tastes change and you're like, oh, man, now I want to listen to that, which I would say I would never listen to Breaking Benjamin. Well, I shouldn't say that because I did. Yeah, you did it. I did, but they're not my taste, I guess I should say now. Sure. But you should still should never be embarrassed about what you've listened to in your life i used to love nickelback i'll be the first to say it yeah I dude you're a nickelback great. stan and i w- i was i still am i haven't i don't even know if they put out an album in the past five years 10 years whatever but like you know you like what you like and there's no reason to be embarrassed by it it's music yeah you know you like what you like i'm you dig it i'm absolutely like I'm over the moon that you mentioned Chevelle because Jared and I saw Chevelle in Rolla, Missouri, I think in 2012 for the St. Patrick's that Day the St. Pat's? Uh, concert. Yeah. I'm, I'm genuinely <laughs> jealous. <laughs> Dude, they played the red. <laughs> just with like, like as many, just like, watching that banging. show with as many guys as possible from your engineering just university. 90% uh, right. Oh, you yeah. take a school that's 75% men and then you bring Chevelle there, you're getting 95% dudes. That's great. In the Chevelle crowd. Yeah. I mean, it's fella time. I think those bands were corresponded to the same sales like records for Lion Six amplifiers with the insane <laughs> the mode. spider, the spider, which I, I had. Think, I think that piece of gear inspired a lot of uh, you know teenagers to start bands that sounded like uh, Chevelle. I gotta say, it it really taught me to lean on an E minor power chord. <laughs> okay the band i want to talk about first off shout out to the indie cast podcast uh great podcast and they always give a recommendation and their recommendation from this past week was anxious a band i'd never heard of uh but both hosts were like all over it they were like you know they have different tastes and I immediately thought, okay, I got to check this out. Uh, and I got to say, I 
am absolutely in love with this band. I think it has a lot of like the pop punk uh, melodic sensibilities of like Reliant K, you know, all that stuff that we grew up on. Yeah. Plus some of like the screamo post hardcore kind of influences that I'm into now. And I think their their latest singles have been kind of bridging that gap for me. And like their their album actually comes out tomorrow. So I'm going to absolutely be checking that out. Uh, and it'll be out by the time this podcast airs. But like their singles for this new album have all been incredible. And I'm really, really, really looking forward to this as like a potential like album of the year here in January. Yeah. Yeah. You, you sound like uh, you're pretty anxious. Dude, buddy, Jake, you betcha. Speaking of Reliant K, have you all seen the lineup, like band lineup for the resurgence? It is stinking fire. They got Schneck. John Schneck is back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have. They got Ethan Luck uh, too, right? Ethan Luck is on bass. Yeah, it's great. Right? I, I mean, it's like, what's the drummer's name? Uh, I can't remember. Um, Something Daniels, Daniel something, um, Daniel Douglas, Douglas something. Dave Douglas. Dave Douglas, that's the one. He's playing drums like it is. No like way, kind dude. Of, it's really the power lineup of every era of Reliant K that I loved and what I loved about. Like, I mean, I think Jake will agree with me, and maybe even Jared and Jesse. Uh, forget not so down. Ethan Luck on drums, they could not have picked a better drummer for that. And now you get him on bass for this big reunion. I, they're not calling it that, but the big, you know, reunion tour of the yeah. band. Forget Not Slow Down, I think, is a, like, post-hardcore emo masterpiece. And, it, like, uh, every time I go back to that album, I'm like, this is just a straight-up incredible album. From, oh, from like all lyrically, musically, like every aspect of it, like exactly. the drum, like Ethan Luck on drums, like Savannah. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, that is freaking incredible! Like, yes, like it's. I didn't have a, a like a convenient city to go see this tour in because of my work schedule, but like I think I'm going to legitimately try to find some place I can travel to to go see this tour. But hey, if you really uh, be that good. If you come see him in Boston, you can come with Leah and I. So, Jake, I think that, especially tonight, you've shown you you are the authoritative resource in our band to the fourth wave of emo music. Yeah, and Jesse is not allowed to even object here. I need to make sure I understand what Jake's talking about this. When, when he's, when he's, that's the fourth wave of emo. It's, yeah, you, um, Jesse does know all the waves. I will, I will say Jesse taught me the waves to give Jesse credit. So I looked up, as any person would do, a fourth wave emo Spotify playlist. Excellent. First of all, I guess, uh, what do you think? Was there a pre-made, like, official Spotify playlist for Fourth Wave Emo or not? Oh, that's think? a good question. My guess is, <laughs> and that what there would was it be not, called? <laughs> there, oh, what would it be called? Yeah. <laughs> no, oh no, no like, there's no way. There can't be a Fourth Wave only Spotify playlist. There's They've no got, <laughs> There's a Spotify playlist called Memories. Uh, which I hate to say, and is then the like, emo man, is like, yeah, it's it's pretty good. 
it's like but it's pretty third wave heavy. I was gonna I was gonna propose Sad Boys back on the menu. Yeah, it's a great name. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Fourth wave is definitely uh, Sad Boy in a much more sensitive sense than it is like you know the majority of the set list for uh, when we're young festival. <laughs> oh gosh just much well, just much angstier uh yeah yeah yeah. oh lord when we were young here we go <laughs> jerry go ahead though well Mo- mom jeans is actually was on that i did lineup. see that mom jeans is on there They're so yeah quintessential i mean fourth waiver i was gonna check so the the top three bands on that playlist were modern baseball mom jeans hotelier those are in your opinion do those all those are all fourth waves. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Mom, mom jeans yeah, is kind of like... Uh, mom jeans is... It's like much more jovial <laughs> than like yeah, yeah. the other ones. Like you're, you're not supposed oh, yeah, to take it sure. seriously. Certainly not as like the hotel year. <laughs> I, I'm not worried about the singer while I'm listening to it. Right. So I put... Uh, so I was <laughs> listening to this while playing some Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and Sick. two let's go nice. i thought it was very appropriate music for that setting um but this the the like playlist looped and uh mom this mom this mom jeans song kept coming on and it starts with like a bob's burgers like clip oh and yeah it was i i was just like wait is this supposed to be like a bob in universe bob's burgers thing or like i i don't know anything about it but it definitely uh I was like, okay, so Bob's Burgers is fourth wave emo. That makes sense. That's actually. absolutely true. <laughs> Rick and Morty, fourth wave emo. Uh- mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bo Bojack Horseman. Bojack Horseman's absolutely Bojack fourth wave emo. emo. That's emo revival. That's emo revival for sure. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's just like about being depressed. It's, as it's hell. emo. It's emo, Mister Ed. <laughs> People say emo, Mister Ed is Mister Ed with like he gets his bangs cut like on an angle, oh, no. and like it's got horse eyeliner, which is even bigger than human eyeliner. Uh, right. but emo Mr. Ed is, is just Bojack Horseman. It's actually just being really sad and going, not being able to ever, uh, handle a relationship ever. <laughs> Mr. Ed, more like Mr. Dead. Oh boy. No spoilers. <laughs> is that how the Mr. Ed show ends? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, fourth wave emo, man. I, I think. When I started working out of college, like Hotelier and Modern Baseball were maybe my two favorite bands at the time. You know, I was just cruising through their albums over and over and over again. Yeah, I liked that album with all the naked old people on it. Ooh, gotta love some naked old people on goodness. All right, I think it's respiration time. I think it's time to do a riff inspiration. Thank God we only have to do two of these. God, (laughs) it's so long. This is taking so long with four people, but yeah, we only got two of these bad boys. So, Jared, I think it's your turn to go first. Let's hear it. Me first, me first. I'm All right, Jared, what's your inspiration? Riff inspiration. So, 
this kind of was like a so I had a different respiration, and then I kind of realized different. Yeah, <laughs> I changed it. I realized that this, like, I think was more of kind of actually what like I was going for, and uh, wow, yeah. So I mean, and it's it's more it's kind of about the like shoegaze, you know, lineage. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. Anyway, my song this week I was listening to a lot of Wednesday, which I've talked a lot about, and they're like the newest, like leading the edge of sh- shoegaze kind of. Um. But this is like an ancestor of theirs, maybe an uncle or an aunt. <laughs> Second cousin once removed, maybe. Sure. But uh, yeah, uh, I realized what I wrote was actually way more like the pains of being pure at heart. Mm. All right. First off, I cannot wait to hear this riff because the drums were freaking fire on that. (laughs) Like it was everything that I wanted it to be with the all the snare rolls like between you know the verse and the little gaps like i was amazing like if it's anything even kind of remotely similar to that song we could do so many cool drum things and i am just just hearing you know the respiration alone without hearing your track so stoked on it so stoked to see what you like what inspired you from that Oh man, the pressure's on now. I don't know my track record with the uh, drums. Yeah, but I uh, I started listening to Pains of Being Pure at Heart like early in college, and uh, yeah, I I loved the fact that they kind of combined that dream pop feel with the shoegaze feel for you know the very natural pairing of yes. of kind of a spacey spacey pop song. Really cool. Yeah. Let's Very nice. want to hear the riff. You want yeah, to hear the riff? Give us the riff, yeah. baby. Yes, Jared. Yes. I love that. No, dude. Okay, so I'm going to talk again just because I talked first on your respiration. Get after it. From a drummer standpoint, this song is at like my favorite tempo. Like we're at like 
not to get all nerdy, but like we're at like 174, 178 tempo wise, like amazing and so much fun for do some drum action on this song. Um, I definitely see the respiration. Uh, I see the kind of the rhythm guitar. And then when you started soloing, like going in like halfway through, like it sounded amazing. Like the tone sounded amazing on what you're soloing. Like it sounded perfect with the rhythm on there, with the rhythm guitar in there. Um, you gave me some great opportunities to create some amazing fills in there for us. And just, I don't know if they'll be amazing, but to just have a lot of fun doing some fills in there. Um, I definitely love i mean i just i love that i think that that was my favorite riff that you've come out with thus far Oof. no no i gotta say i no (laughs) yeah no pressure but i gotta say i i do love the uh the kind of driving feel of that but mixed with kind of those uh yeah shoegazy uh i love how you kind of fade in and fade out with the uh like stereo kind of like vibrato it kind of establishes the feel of the song and i think uh just yeah that kind of like fuzzy but uh, spacious chords work really well with that uh lead melody that you came up with yeah i had had some fun with the panning on that uh first part it was kind of an accident actually there's like (laughs) <laughs> An effect I've added to that that adds just a little stereo movement, but like you can set it to crazy settings where it's just bouncing back and forth. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. And I accidentally put it to that and I was like, that's actually really cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, well, I'm glad you guys like it. Uh, what, what did you, what did you think, Jesse? Uh, yeah, I, I like, um, I mean, much like your respiration, Jared, that it was, prototypically shoegaze and that it was very fuzzed out um and you know a little bit of reverb in there but like your respiration it was you know up tempo you know very melodic uh not not plotting like you know a, a lot of the genre can be um and so i mean it just seemed like a like a lot of fun to play with i mean I, like I, I get jack's excitement because like I think there I think there's a lot to to get out of that riff. Sure. So this week I'm truly over the moon to talk about this band. Uh this week I was I was toying with an old like voice memo that I had in my phone. I was like, "Man, there's something here. I like this melody." Uh but I was like I I really had no clue where to go with it. And I was listening to a lot of my respiration uh diarrhea planet this week or the last couple of weeks and i i was just like so inspired by the way they play guitar because it's like it's like mob vocals but for guitar and i i think it's like i i think it's the greatest band of the 2010s i love diarrhea planet and and, and a quick story quick story uh a very good friend of mine from St. Louis, uh, Matt, uh, Matt and I went to a Diarrhea Planet show probably about four years ago now. Yeah. And they, they went to this club, like a medium-sized club. I went with my buddy Matt and all his cousins 
He brought all his cousins along, <laughs> and we all got like double fisted stags, and we're just basically fist pumping the whole time to Diarrhea Planet, just shredding guitar for an hour and a half. And that was maybe my favorite show of all time. Uh, Matt has like six Diarrhea Planet t shirts. Uh, Dude. He's the biggest Diarrhea Planet fan I know, but the, God, what a great band. Man, I love that you picked them. Uh, I knew those guys very loosely, like not friends, but this is a band from a the college that I went to. Like they played several house parties that I was at. Like, and I remember thinking, like, seeing them, like that they were playing, like, oh, okay, they're some freaking Belmont band trying to be funny, calling themselves Diarrhea Planet, like trying to like <laughs> rebel against the Belmont code of life. Like, you know, Christian University, all that crap. Thou shalt not have yeah. diarrhea. No, but it's like, we're just rebelling like they're never going to be anywhere. And now it's like, you know, I'm seeing them playing festivals and doing a bunch of cool stuff. I'm like, hell yeah. Like, let's go, guys. Not anymore, unfortunately. Unfortunately, they broke up like a couple of years oh, ago. I didn't, uh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, but the, the the really sad part is, is like, yeah, their name's Diarrhea Planet. They kind of know what they're doing, you know? They're, like, very much in on the joke, but also they make some of the best straightforward rock music I've ever heard in my entire life. And so it's like, I think it's a band that should have been, like, supernova. Like, this is one of the best rock bands I've ever heard, period. But, like, they were kind of, like, in on the joke of, like, we're just kind of doing goofy rock music by calling themselves Diarrhea Planet. But, oh, my God, it's so good. My anecdote is when I saw them live, they each of the guitarists, like, sound checked with just, like, a completely different genre of, like, rock music. Like, one guy (laughs) did, like, a Stones thing. One guy did, like, a hair metal, like, solo. Like... (laughs) And I feel like, so it's like the mix of genres distilled into just perfect guitar, everything. So I absolutely love them. I I barely touched on this earlier, but basically I had this, I had this like riff that I was kind of playing with just a basic melody. I had no idea where to go with it. And then I, I was just listening to like basically every Diarrhea Planet song ever released. And it kind of helped push me towards a direction I could take that throwaway melody. And I'm, I'm insanely happy with it. So my respiration this week is Light Dream by Diarrhea Planet. So good. See, that's the music that I would blast on my windows to make people think I was hardcore. One time, such a badass, Jared. <clears throat> one time a priest told me that the line to draw in the sand... For like good music and like music that's like you this is like a cult stuff right it's like if you bang your head to it and i really bang my head to diarrhea planet so does that make so it a evil band yeah evil yeah bad bad band Demon well possessed. we're bad wallpaper we love bad bands <laughs> all right so i i think what really inspired me by diarrhea planet is just taking a melody and just absolutely ripping it just going for it i i can't imagine you know diarrhea planet ever choosing the cons like the the restrained option they're gonna always go for the cool option and that's what i went for in my riff 
Give it to us. So I got to ask, who did you have playing drums on that? Okay, the drums were me. I got to say, I, I, I MIDI drummed it a lot better. I started tuning in my skills. All right, so the tones that you used for the kick had me convinced, not in a bad way, it was someone with a subpar kick mic. But not, no, 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 I don't mean that in a bad way at all. I mean that in a, it sounded really cool. Like, I love that. I thought that was so freaking great. Um, your vocals sounded amazing on it. Um, by the way, though, um, who was playing bass on that? Oh, boy. Here it comes. All right. The fifth J. <laughs> oh, so the fifth J. So I believe that we have a fourth J who also plays bass. So are we right. having a uh, competition right. between the fifth J? All right, J all right, all right. J? I'm just, I'm just saying. I have it's to, a good question. I have to wrestle Jake's dad. So my dad, his name is Jim. So it starts with a J. He's another J. So he's allowed to play on our tracks. Uh. He's he's been like he got retired, you know, and so he's just been jamming in the basement every day. And I think that that was actually honestly inspiring to me was like his dedication to just jamming. Yeah. I think that's so cool and uh when I was chatting with him over, you know, uh Christmas break when we were hanging out, he was like, "Hey, let me know if you want a bass track on anything." Cause uh, he's got a he's got a bass he's got a pretty solid bass tone he's got worked out there. Yeah, uh, no, it sounded good. And so I was like, I was listening to my track and I was like, man, I I need a little more like drive to this, and I think a little bass could help. So I reached out to my dad. Uh, he laid down a bass track for me, and uh, the rest is history. But yeah, Jesse, you got to catch up. Yeah, Jesse, uh, we'd love to reach out to you to do a bass track, but you know. <laughs> I hate to get between Jake and his dad because that was really beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of like the stuff you dream for. So, yeah. No, but dude, that was sick. So did you harmonize the guitar parts? Was that like a? I've always wondered how to get that. Tone. Oh yeah, so it's it's pretty easy. So I uh, 
I actually used I, I my wife got me a Dita Looper for Christmas, so I started playing around with that while I was listening to Diarrhea Planet just to try and get some of their guitar harmonies. Uh, basically, a lot of it is like from a music theory perspective, you're just trying to like do a chord on each note, and so you go from like you have a first note and you go to like the you know you're you're saying the in the scale you're gonna go up like. Th- I think it's like two or three notes uh, to the next note for every single note in that solo. Oh, and dang. so cool. it, it basically forms a chord and that's, that's how diarrhea planet does a lot of their uh, kind of guitar harmonies. And, and, and that's a very basic way to kind of start out looking at each guitar part as a chord slash harmony kind of uh melody. Dude, I thought that like, now that I know that you did the drums on that, because I know that you had asked me very <laughs> kind of very last minute, like, I, hey, I, can you do a drum track on this? And it was kind of I'm, with work. I was like, I, I and I got to go to St. Louis. Like, I can't do this by Thursday, which is when we record. Like, right. I can't do it. But you literally played the drum parts to that that I would have played. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of slid. I slid into your DMs, and I was like, "Hey, you want to put a drum track on this, baby?" And you were like, "I'm sorry, I'm too busy." And I, I did my best, but I, I still think like a little flare and a little like fills. No, we, would even add to that. We can expand on it, but like the the sound of the kick at the beginning of it, I was like, "This is what I would have imaged in my mind for my kick to sound like in the song." Like I think you did a freaking fantastic job with it thanks buddy uh which i know i only really have drum things to add to any of the riffs you'll do. <laughs> <laughs> but i think that you did a great job i think that this is a song that we could very much so um kind of build into something great and i think that i mean this is correct me if i'm wrong this is the we voted on a song last week, right? Or do I have my weeks mixed? No, it was two weeks ago. The, these two tracks, like you and Jared both, these are two songs that I think that we could, you know, I mean, they're so good. I think that we got to vote on one at the end of the month. Um, maybe whatever we don't vote on, it's, I mean, this we're still, we're still early in the month, but in my mind, we're like, one is going to be on the album, one may be a B-side, because these are both up there for me, which, like, it's going to be a hard decision on what we do. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it when I first listened to it, like, like hearing it, like, immediately, I actually thought that it was, like, not your track, and it was, like, an actual produced song. <laughs> like, it was that, I don't know. I, like, definitely stepped up your game on, like, composing the different like scenes of the song, I guess, because like, it really so. did sound like produced. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I really liked it. I think that like, it'd be super fun to like keep going with stuff like that. And I mean, also like really symbiotic because what I would add to it is like in the course part, a like more like mid sound, like, yeah. something that fills the mid range a little more with like a fuzzy kind of like shoegazy thing. And so like, I don't know. I just think that could be like, 
I mean, they're, they're interesting sounds to like mash together, like the like kind of like classic like rock and roll, like hard heavy metal like sound mm. uh, with like shoegaze because they kind of are like opposed, but like I think there's actually more like overlap than like people really know. Like maybe that's like the <laughs> <laughs> that could be our niche. Yeah, and honestly, like a, a hard part for me was the vocals because I I wasn't gonna add vocals at all in the first place. Uh, but then I kind of came up with a melody that I liked, and I I thought the melody worked with the guitar parts, and so I kind of just threw it in there. But like uh, getting that non-clean vocal tone, you know, getting that kind of distorted, grunty vocal sound i think was a, a new challenge for me that i i'm not sure i completely nailed but i think it was a, a, a kind of a fun thing to try and capture can you uh read to us what those vocals were just so oh it was so I, i'm trying to compare it to like honestly it reminds me of get back and then it was like i found some sounds that fit with the melody i had in mind sick yeah and so i was the lyrics are literally you're right, you gotta get away. Now, hold on. <clears throat> the lyrics are literally like, you're right, you gotta get away. You're right, you gotta get away. That was it. <laughs> it was like... Gotcha. It was like, you know, you ever like talk to somebody and it's like, man, that sounds like a, like a drastic move, but uh, you're right. You had to do it. You had to go for it. Yeah. Uh, no, and I, I mean, I love that selfishly because that gives us opportunities as a band if this is the track that we choose to make a track off of for the album like you know it gives us the creativity to do whatever we want like i mean your your vocals the other week i was just like man those hit home and they were fantastic and amazing and i don't know what i could contribute to that uh but this not that it's not amazing but like it gives us more opportunities, I guess, that we could kind of, you know, experiment as a band and like come up with the vocals for everything. I think I think one thing that I felt like is as we go, I don't I don't know if I'm getting better at guitar, but I do feel like I'm getting better at recording. <laughs> and so it does feel like every week our, our recordings get a little more clean, a little more tight. And I get a little more excited about our the potential for some of these songs as we really start to kind of uh, get that uh, locked in. No, I would agree. Like as someone who is not coming in with the riff that I recorded, I would say that everything has been greater every week from both parties, Jared and Jake, of like what we're doing and presenting to everyone. I think that. Um, the tracks are cleaner. The drums have even cleaner, as the Jake and Jared know, of my uh, <laughs> hate of track drums. Um, it's all just been sounding better. Like, Jake could have told me tonight in particular, like, that this was not a track drum at all. And I probably would have believed him. Um, and, you know, we are all just kind of growing in what we're doing. And I think that's just helping us as a band in general. And I think that Jared's without a doubt included in this. Like, we're 
creating better tracks because I think that voting on a track every month is kind of helping us to like be like, oh, we got to contribute something that is good that, you know, I think it's getting more real for us as we're getting closer to a year end thing where we're going to pick, you know, 12 tracks to record an album with. It's like, oh, shoot, like, you know, we got to be producing things not producing but we got to be creating things that we could turn into songs because this is what we're going to base our entire album off of and i think that all of us are doing great things to kind of push that forward and make sure that we're going to make a great album all right well we got another week in the bag we took another you know four hours to do it but we're here we did it uh I, I don't know. I, I, I'm really excited about where we're going and I'm uh, enjoying the whole process and it's great to chat with you boys. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Have a great week, y'all. Love y'all. Yeah. We'll yeah. see y'all next week. We can't wait to have Jack's... your dad on next week. I can't yeah. wait. <laughs> First guess. Ch- I can't wait to chew on your riffs, Jake and Jared. And Please think chew about on my riffs. As I tickle my bass over the next <laughs> seven days. <laughs> Add me on Instagram at Jackie underscore stash. No, follow the follow the regular Instagram. I don't care about Jack's Instagram. Follow the regular Instagram at bat.wallpaper.band. That's where you can get all of Jack's best content. Uh the the Twitter is bad underscore wallpaper. We're gonna be posting stuff. Uh we'll be out here chit chatting. And uh feel free to send us any any questions you have. Uh, about you know how how stupid we are, how ugly we are. Uh, maybe questions about how much we stink. Uh, send those right over to the Twitter. That's what Twitter's for. Uh, but I I think we got another uh, another episode in the bag. Uh, yeah, signing off with bad wallpaper.